0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Not Too Taboo.
1: We are welcoming our amazing, incredibly talented guest, Nikki Whalen.
0: Woohoo! Hi, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so if you guys don't know who Nikki Whalen is, Hold on.
1: she's Australian. She's an actress and she's a model. Oh, geez. and she's okay. sitting next to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, Not a model, but I'll take it. But thank <laughs> you. No,
1: you're totally a model you because ha- we are stalked a model. you on Instagram. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I mean, You're girl so pretty. Instagram you, really, <laughs> you guys, if you guys are not following Nikki, you need to go oh follow her nice now nice. on her Instagram because she is so beautiful. Uh-huh. She's so yes, nice. cute. She is so talented. She loves mm-hmm. animals. So we love her for that. She actually be small noises
2: in the room. Yeah. You can
0: hear it now. My dog.
1: I was just going to say, if you noises. hear the dog, um, sometimes the small noises are actually me. So her dog. It's cool that you are. Uh, Her you dog's your name pet. is
0: um, Yoda. Yoda. I yeah. love that the dog's name is Yoda. That's Big Star amazing. Wars fan. huge Star Wars fan.
1: But let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. Because the dog's name is Yoda, does that mean you go to your dog for advice? <laughs> Do
2: you hear the I kind of feel. I know. And he's making such a fuss right now. He's Hi, literally. Baby. He's found that rug and he's itching every. I know. Oh, that's the whole thing. Um, I. His looks are enough. He'll side eye me. This morning I was doing a selfie and I swear to God, he just side eyed me like,
1: what is she doing? Yeah, she's like, not the right angle.
2: Yeah. And I feel like he's an old man trapped in a dog's body in this life, and he's just done. Like, oh. he gets so irritable. And so, yeah, in a way, there's sort of his looks are enough to make me go, okay, I'll stop. You
1: know what's interesting? <laughs> Gretchen's looks at me are enough to get me to stop. <laughs> so I relate a lot to Yoda.
0: So tell me so, for people that don't know, what kind of dog is Yoda? He's a Frenchie. Okay. So yeah. that's uh, Frenchies make a lot of these like n- noises in their nostrils, right? Yeah. Like. They, you, and this is the thing people
2: don't know about is when you get a Frenchie, they're going to cost you money because they come with yes, all this I stuff. This. He, I had to drop 10 grand when I got I him to this. have a Medical nose one. stretch, nostril uh-huh. stretch, his palate done, his balls chopped off. The whole thing, like yes. the whole situation.
0: And <laughs> <stopped. laughs> you <laughs> your balls chopped him. off too, you see,
1: <laughs> Gretchen, <laughs> We
0: got to keep him under control, I'm you, right? Gretchen dropped <laughs> way more than 10 off. Gs
1: on me <laughs> <laughs> to clean me up and it's still a process.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. That's a lot of money with the dog. Like, did you have any idea when you first got him that you were going to have to do that? Um, I Yeah, I did.
2: You and did? he was also pretty sick as well. He was a runt and he wasn't doing too well. And they were like, he's probably not going to make it. So uh, I was like, well, that's why I'm going <laughs> to take him. Again, so much yeah. in common. So, <laughs> I
1: didn't think I was going to make it either.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, bless your heart. I actually yeah. saw that you attended uh, Lisa Vanderpump's uh, gala, the, yes. the um, Vanderpump Gala, which we actually go to every year. And this year we were unable to make it. It's the
1: first year we've missed it, actually, yeah. since it's in because we we had a daughter.
0: Yeah, because we had I a know. baby girl. It's very and we good were, reason yeah, and to we, stay home. You know, it's interesting. We're having a hard time finding like a nighttime sitter. We have a nanny during the day, three days a week, but we are having a hard time finding a nighttime sitter. So the things that we used to be able to just run out the door and do, yeah. can't do. we can't do anymore. So is we it were abundant, scary is getting
2: someone to sit your baby for the first
0: time? Well, the oh, problem is
1: us. We're helicopter oh parents.
0: What is it's just <laughs> like hovering on? Yeah, we time. totally yeah.
1: hover. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean,
0: that's. Like, but I love that you just asked this question, Nikki, because literally, it is the scariest thing yeah. ever. Like yeah. to leave your child in the care of a total stranger. Yeah. You know, someone that you really don't know. Like we found our nanny off of care.com and thank goodness she seems like a wonderful, amazing, loving person. But I've heard horror stories. So have I. Horror yes. stories. Horror and stories. And I mean, I have a dog. That's it. Yeah. That, even when yes. i travel and he
2: can't come with me even who i leave him with is an interview process. yes <laughs> totally it's totally so i can't imagine what it would There's be a like for the baby
1: when when the nanny first took skylar i think Maybe to like to the library for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cried. Remember? She cried. I, fully I cried. She, I hear she it. Cried. Cried. Uh-huh. I hear this all the I time. Cried. So well, no, no. What the, what happened was the very first time we went to leave her, um, we just were going to storage, literally around the block from our house. And I got in the car and I fully cried, oh. and I told him we need to go back and take a picture of her license plate because what if she runs off with the baby? Like I was like, so <laughs> oh, these things happen these days. That I you hear oh, about yeah.
2: it. So yeah, true. Yeah.
0: So anyways, that's, oh. that's that girl a whole went other background
1: story. check facial yes. recognition, but and I think then, I bugged her car. I
0: know. But yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. You but did not men. bug her car, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. Not that you know. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah, you're like definitely helicopter dad. But no, it's so true. And and as we were talking about before, Nikki, I have three. Well, we had three dogs. I still act like Rocco's with us, bless his heart. Um, we lost Rocco last year, but... I have three dogs and they were like, they're like my children before yeah. I, before we had Skylar. They're, they're truly our children. So I assume that's what he's like to you as well. Yeah. Like it's he's like your baby. such a huge
2: responsibility as yeah. well.
0: I'm not a person that can, if I had a couple dogs
2: and a bit more land, it would be okay to leave them at home a little longer, but I don't leave the house in the morning and come back eight hours later like right. Yoda Max will be left for three hours yeah he's a so dog he's a, and so many people in LA do it they have these dogs and yes. like I'm a dog owner I'm like yeah but you, where is but the, you dog? the dog he's yeah. He's in your apartment he yeah. doesn't even have like an outdoor like he yeah. has to I don't know I'm really crazy about that I grew up in Australia and we had dogs as kids and we had a backyard and they were the dogs could just come in and out all yeah. day but yeah that's why I bring him absolutely everywhere with me wherever he can get in I bring him
1: <laughs> well is this not true he is your <laughs> best relationship. Absolutely. Because we yeah. it's the same for us. <laughs> just so you know. Like, people, dogs. we yeah. rather talk to the dogs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so Yeah. Sometimes, because we just, you know, we're well, big-time yeah. animal lovers. Oh. And I, we're like, I get it.
0: So speaking of relationships, Nikki, let's just yeah. delve right into it. Okay. okay? So you are... A 38-year-old woman. Yeah. You're absolutely stunning. No, I'm 38? I know. I'm, I'm like, who's her doctor, right? Wow. Like, I want to know who her doctor is. You're so beautiful. You're oh, so God. charismatic. Um, you, You're successful. I mean, you have done so much stuff. You've co-starred with some of the biggest names in Hollywood, like Nicolas Cage, Owen Wilson, Kevin Hart, Bruce Willis in, in the recent thriller movie, Trauma yeah. Center. And... I'm just confused. How in the world someone like you is single? Can you please explain this to me? I think single I get and getting it. my shit together. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, yeah, not um, at
2: all. I know it's funny. It's as I've gotten older, I've realised because I grew up in a really traditional family in Australia. My mum and dad are still together, going on nearly fifty years. Um, I've got uh, three older brothers and older sister, all married, all have kids, and then there's just me that ran off to Hollywood, single at 38. <laughs> no one's disappointed back home. They're all very supportive. But I grew up in a traditional household, yeah. so it's been um, a hard process for me over the past sort of 15 years living in L.A. and sort of, you know, we'll get to it, but, yeah, I was married for a second and stuff. <laughs> literally, I love a that second. That literally a second. Literally a second. Um, and sort of not being able to have that same um, community and family that I had in Australia. Hollywood, as you guys well yeah. know, it's such a bizarre place to choose to live a it's bizarre It's a culture career. shock, right? Yeah. It
1: is. Yeah. You, you come from – and I'm and. I love the Australian culture. Actually, I think it's a yeah. bit more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, during my my dad wouldn't even come visit. Like it's too high paced in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like it drives him crazy. And I yeah. and I get it. Yeah. So it is difficult, you know, trying to facilitate what would be an authentic relationship, right?
2: And it's funny you say that, and thank you for saying independent and successful and stuff like that. Sometimes that strangely can be something that goes against you as a strong, independent woman So true. um, who really, especially the older you get, the more you get your shit together. That's the idea anyway. um, And it becomes even more intimidating Mm -hmm. and then people sort of, it's such a weird, I feel like relationships represent so much of our growth as humans and a lot of mine, you know, when it comes to work and stuff, it just flows. I'm always working, always busy, travelling, Great girlfriends, great family relationships. Yeah, that's my mirror. Like, that's my my thing. (laughs) That's like triggers
0: everything. In your defense. Yeah.
1: And I'll speak on behalf of the male race. We're super insecure. Yeah, that's true. And and what happens a lot of times is, again, we've been preconditioned that we've got to be the man or that we've got to be the sole provider. And when you come across a very successful, beautiful woman who, Mm. to a guy's perception, you could have access to anyone you wanted. It really builds on the insecurity. Meaning
0: of a, the woman could have You could have
1: any guy you wanted in Hollywood. I mean, look at you. You're gorgeous. You're fun. You're beautiful. Aww. So to men, that becomes incredibly intimidating. Mm. And unfortunately, we don't get out of our own way. What we do, we shut down trying to be the cool guy rather than take the risk and find an amazing person we could have an incredible relationship with. Oh,
2: thank you for saying that. Yeah. there And I'm glad that you're aware of that because I feel like there's different layers to it because you listen to YouTube podcasts, all these things about relationships and how to be with men and masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. and getting together. And there's some unbelievable advice out there and breaking advice and new ways of doing it. But when you actually take all that away and come back to you and what you genuinely in your life and what you mirror in is your lesson. So I can apply all these great rules, but if my frequency, whatever you want to call it, I'm not going to get too spiritual, but like if whatever your childhood patterns are is what you will continue to attract in regardless of how successful you are, how, because that's what I mean. Everyone looks at me and it's like, oh, you've got this incredible life. And some of it is, but the other half can be an absolute shit show. And it's, um, my relationships have, I've had some wonderful relationships, but I'm not, yeah, I'm single right now. And, um, they are the thing in me. That's that's my thing where I find I need to do all my work. So that's the thing that triggers me. Work doesn't trigger me. I don't get insecure. I don't care about work. I'm not like super competitive. I'm kind of like, oh. you know, um, relationships is my trigger for me. And I think people try and apply these relationship rules, but I think the key is to do the internal work. So I'm working with some great people. I've worked with great therapists over the years. It's about my work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can apply everything. But if I'm not vibrating at that frequency of being able to receive, the greatest man can literally walk straight past me and I won't see him because right. I'm not
0: open to it. Me personally. So why do you think, though, that you're not open to it? Have you, have you um, been able to dig deep into that with a the therapist and find out what those reasons are? Yeah, I've been able to do so much work
2: over the years and it's been fascinating and it's funny. You think you've cleared everything out. Yeah, and then you get together with someone, and you're like, nope, the patterns are still here, still dragging <laughs> in the same thing. Really, and it's not about um, and a huge thing to swallow, and it, which is the thing I've probably realized over the last couple of years is it's it's not the other person, it's you, it's, you. it's what you vibrate That's great at as-
0: though that you can take responsibility for. It. That's yeah. the first step. I bet yeah. you the therapist told you that that's mm-hmm. the first step is recognizing yeah. that it's you that you it, that you are the one that's causing some of these. Um, what you would call walls or blockage or things from yeah. transpiring or moving forward, yeah. And that's a hard first step is to to recognize that. You yeah. know what I mean. So, yeah. so. But here's my question for you. I'm I'm so fascinated by the fact that you come from. You talked about this family, yeah, this family unit. And my parents have been together almost 50 years now. It's this year is going to be 50 years, oh, similar to
1: thing. your parents,
0: <laughs> yeah. and. Um, you, you were raised in, obviously, this amazing you know home life, and you said your brother and sisters are married and all of these things.
1: It's all the same environment.
0: But so how? they got it right. No, but here's my question. <laughs> here's my question. Maybe they didn't, because yeah. here's the truth. Like, how many people are married that we know now that are, like, miserable in their marriage, too? You know what I mean? That's it kind of goes I, both ways. You're so right, <laughs> and I hate to be...
2: I don't want to be the, like a negative about people being together, but 90% of my friends that are in relationships and married are really, really struggling yeah. now more than ever before. Yeah. So being single or being in a relationship both are very, very difficult um, and it takes traditional values. That's why I love traditional things. A lot of traditional values for people to work together. This way, this way, These days people are so transparent and like just sort of, Um, oh, this isn't working out, just cash in, go back on Instagram, find a new person. You've really, and I'm 38, so I was around before Instagram and stuff, and I used to date by organically meeting people. I don't use dating apps. I like this traditional system. And There's this whole new generation. They're doing Mm -hmm. stuff differently. So to find a man that can attract in sort of the same morals or values, do you know what I mean, to make it sort of sustain. And I find when I go back home, when my sister and her husband, they are a really great couple, 13 years deep, two kids, and they are very, an incredible couple. But when things go wrong, they stick together, and I'm like fascinated at this process. And um, over here, since living over here, it's been quite a struggle. Um, and I think a lot of it, I'm going to say this, okay. so I'll see what you guys think. When you are a driven working sort of woman, um, you are not the stay at home kind of woman. So my yes. sister was, I'll want to get married, have babies, babies and be with my yeah. husband. Yeah. And the dynamics of that worked. Now there's relationships coming together where two people, like two actors, for example, yes. two successful, both going busy, both going off in different directions, making movies, having sex scenes with other people. Yeah. Like none of this
0: It's conducive to like a traditional. Yeah, but it's not not conducive to what you're talking about the traditional, you know, mom and dad at home. Either what society has taught you, or what really, like, even even to think about bringing a child into that environment. I mean, that's difficult. It's difficult for him and I, and we are two very devoted parents. But, you know, with the work that we do and being up in Hollywood, and like, even this morning, I was running out the door and I had major mom guilt because my baby's screaming she's teething and I'm like, I don't want to leave her right now, but I have to work. So I get what you're saying. That's very hard. And, and then even
1: harder than when you're in this business, And then that's what I was
0: going to say. And then when you're in this business, like you said, with two partners, I I mean, like uh, you brought up such an amazing thing right there, a sex scene with another partner. Tell me, have you ever been in a relationship with somebody that you've broken up with because of like a sex scene you've seen? You're like, I know you're like into that girl right now. Has that Um, ever happened to you? Happened to me. Yeah. It happened to you? Yeah. yeah. What the hell are you talking about happened to you? <laughs>
1: Excuse me? <laughs> Why Hello? don't I know about this?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about that. Okay, we're going to go back to this.
1: You're <laughs> like, hey, you mentioned the question. <laughs> by what? Um, yes, it happened
2: um, with someone I was with and very serious with and living with. Um, they went off and did a TV show and I knew, by, well, he was my partner and the girl that played his love interest was uh, someone I knew and really cared about and – They're now together and have a
0: couple kids. So, yeah. Um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. No, no names at all. But wait. So, Tom, so so they did like a, a sex scene together mm-hmm. and then they found love because of it well I I guess so because that that well, that went to in that direction and have kids but no yeah. wait did
2: he break up with you and and go be with her well he tried to um to balance it out for a little while I what could does not that let mean, me know balance that. It well out? he tried to like hide it from me and do juggle both of us and basically be with both of you but she was well aware of me I was just the one that was completely out of the loop oh, so no, I hate when that. I yeah so it has. I've experienced what it's been to have yeah. that happen and that doesn't happen all the time. You know, sex scenes are very uncomfortable for the most part yeah. and it's incredibly awkward and weird and yeah. creepy. And, you know, especially when you've made friends with a yeah. couple and they're like, so I'm going to go have a sex scene with your husband right. now. It's, I don't care what anyone says. We're acting in it's of business, but there's nothing natural no. about this system at all. I, I don't care who you are it. and how tough and brave and, oh, it's just work everyone feels a bit weird so having two really um great people that compu- communicate well but say you're in a relationship and you're having problems and really hard true human problems and your husband books a job and he's going to go work with uh, and play the wife of someone on a TV show out of state for 6 months you know this is this six is months. weird yeah, yeah that's and you go visit back and forth but you're having problems and now he's on set with this beautiful woman yes. that's being nice to him there's all, it's just a business that is not your average situation. Yeah. So I think that can go against a lot of, it makes it more challenging to sort of date and have a natural sort of progress. My sister and her husband, she works now and he helps set a business up for her. But for the most part, he goes to work every day now to five. He's a dentist, comes home. She's got the kids. They have this and look, things are so different these days, but that system tended to work quite beautifully for them. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. So now I think we're just feeling our way through a new time of women being successful and powerful and juggling both. It's just about we're like navigating through this new time and I'm navigating through it.
0: So I'm like one so of the new people. You, <laughs> yeah, like, you're one of the new up and we'll coming beginning pigs. I like to, yeah. But how do you, how do, you do you feel, oh, well, let me start with this question. Do you want to be married and have children? Um. I have been married before. True. For five um, months, right? Yes. Yeah, so, Does that count? Yeah. Well, I guess on paper. <laughs> it's hilarious. Hey, is that it's longer so than, funny. That's longer than Kim Kardashian. She was 72 hours? Oh, How, yeah, long was she she? Was right? How long was, long was she? Right? And was 72 days. 72 days. Oh, 72 oh, that's days. an hour. <laughs> that bad, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, I can laugh about it now. By the way, I had
2: the most amazing well, wedding. do you so get, so get a divorce or it. do you
1: get an annulment?
2: I can't get an We couldn't get an annulment. Because it had been too long? Because it had been... I they gave reasons and stuff but it was to be honest with you it was a very smooth divorce we both five months were like okay it's, How it's did a you, wrap why did that it's a two wrap
1: years together, it was like a, a movie scene it's a wrap it's a wrap um, <laughs> but was, were you guys yeah, together for a couple of years though yeah we were together for a couple prior years prior to the marriage mm-hmm. and then when you said I do so what yeah. happened
2: what changed um we sh- I didn't probably didn't have any business doing it in the first place getting married I knew that there were things going on earlier on that I shouldn't have but I think sometimes absolutely yeah and I think we ignore red flags yes. as we get into our thirties like, me. no, we need to, no, maybe if I get, again, if yeah. I get married, maybe everything maybe we'll will fix. change. if I
0: have a baby with this person, it everything will change. Everything
2: will change. Yeah. So all of these questions, and that didn't, wasn't the case. Nothing was changing. And I... Um, I was done and that was it. And it was at the cost of a wedding and yeah, a big lot of wedding. family, big, a huge, lavish wedding, beautiful wedding, but uh, you think the bigger you make it, these are all the yes. life lessons. Um, and I, we, we didn't get a lawyer. We didn't get a mediator. I just said, look, I'm, I don't want anything. I'm just out. He's yeah. like, oh, okay. And we literally went to an office and I found this paper. place called We Are The People and they just <laughs> do paperwork. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't need a lawyer. I'm not fighting you for anything. That's all. It's already hell enough when you're done with someone. Yeah. Now you've got to fight for something. Yeah. What am I fighting for? it.' kitchenware, please take it. I mean, <laughs> so we went into this office and signed both paperwork and literally we walked out of the office and he got into his Aston Martin and I got into my Nissan and we were like. Have you ever talked since? I've run into him a couple of times, said so day. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And like it's so you know, weird. One day you're living with someone married, the yes. next day you're like, oh my God, who's that. Yes. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I still laugh about it. I still laugh at, I mean, I am f- friends with a lot of my exes and I, I don't hang out with them and stuff, yeah. but I uh, you know, we we'll chat so and cordial. say good day and yeah. stuff. But yeah, the husband and I just it was just how, weird. how old were
0: you when you got married? 35 I think I'm
2: 38 now so it's only a couple years ago so oh, I've wow. only been out of it two years yeah wow. well I was
0: married young too I was I was married at well not, we both were married I was young. married 24 oh yeah yeah um, well, I was married
1: at 20 yeah he oh, was 21 that's young, really young. but you yeah. you
0: knocked her up buddy that's why you got married just don't lie yeah, she anymore. was 28 <laughs> oh, yeah oh. He, she was rubbing hey. the cradle <laughs> so I completely Hello. blame her for all of that <laughs>
1: but see this is you know interesting enough the reason that we are not too taboo Mm-hmm. And you notice the little wonderful logo that they created for us. Yes. We've been together uh, for 11 years, have known each other for 21, have not gotten married, mm-hmm. and just had a baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Love that.
0: And
1: for us, Love it that. just kind of worked. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think there was some fear on Gretchen's side that if we, if we say I do, because you know she's been married once, I was married once, that really didn't work out. Yeah. So the piece of paper for us was was not really going to define our relationship, and we feel like we're together because we want to be, not because we have to be.
2: Yeah, yeah, that is a really mature, adult, delicious place right. to be. Um, right. And it takes oh, a no lot of work. No one's ever
1: talked about me like that ever. <laughs> well, oh my God, I'm keeping her. <laughs> you. Delicious,
2: Slade. <lead. laughs> so I'm taking strongest. you home. And
1: Gretchen said it was okay to follow you on Instagram.
2: <laughs> um, that is a very grown up, beautiful place to be because. It's funny. I don't know if I want to get married again. Yeah. Now that I okay, see. That's okay, by the way. Yeah, yeah, the process of it. And, like, I remember, like, how do I get divorced? I literally went online. I was like, how, how to get, get divorced, divorced
0: without a lawyer? <laughs> right. Or without
2: fighting. Like, yeah. I just want to, like, peace. And I figured out how to do it. Made it be phone calls and stuff. But it's very easy to get married and very difficult to get, get divorced. divorced. And I don't know in this wonderfully wild, crazy world that's evolving and rules are changing and traditions are breaking now if marriage and the tradition of marriage, especially in this day and age, is necessary, yeah. you guys, or everyone I know that is really happy together yes. is not married
0: <laughs> you know what's so you know what's so crazy about this is no, crazy. i know and like and i get so mm-hmm. much like backlash for this we do but because i'm on social more i get this on the daily i'm from people, anti-social is they constantly are are like why aren't you married because you know we we speak openly that we're spiritual and we're christians and people are like that's against the bible you should be married. all this and it's like so funny to me because it's not that i'm against marriage it's not mm-hmm. even about that it's it's more about the fact that i just sit there and go why like like why why is it so important to you guys that I have a certificate that says we're married like for me it's about the commitment it's about yes. what we what we give to each other it's the loyalty it's the trust and and I honestly think it shows more commitment that we're together without a marriage license so I think people do it to go he's mine we're married I have a ring everything's yes food. Yeah. When you have it
2: and you've had it, Uh both of you have had it, Uh that's the beautiful thing of having it and me also being through it, you realise that maybe the weight of it isn't as it's Trust me, if someone's going to play up or do the wrong thing to you, they're going to do it whether you're married or not. Agreed. Like if it's, if it's someone's nature or pattern to do that, yes. getting married will not change Agreed. their it pattern. Won't change it Agreed. Um, Good therapist, good communication, maybe wanting to change your ways could. But again, even then, the marriage is not going to keep two people together. In fact, it's just going to cost you more money if yes. you don't want to get. Exactly. The only thing I think that some people say, and you guys will know this because you now have a baby is. Taxes and babies and all that stuff. That yeah. stuff. Yeah. I know a lot of girlfriends that have stayed in relationships Mm -hmm. very miserable, very hard um, because they just have kids and they can't stand the thought of their children being taken care by another woman in a new relationship. Which I understand
0: that. I do get that. It's a very
2: complex world of, oh, there's so much. um, Everyone's cases are very specific and different. I actually am feel really good about being, I know it's crazy to say at 38, I feel quite good about being single. I'm so glad I don't I have it. any children from my past. Yeah. Um. Do I get lonely? Not really. I'm waiting to, I'm so busy all the time. And even when I am at home, I just love like my chocolates and my Netflix. And, you know, I'm really quite, I'm very social. Um. I've had moments moments in my twenties where I felt lonely, but as I've got older, I'm okay. So yeah. anything that's, and it took a long
0: time to get to these I was going to ask you that because really I, there's so time. many listeners out there, I think, that struggle because I think there's so many people that are defined by if they're in a relationship, you know. Yeah. And I think society is just like, what? What's wrong with you? You're not married. You're not this. You're not that, you know. And yeah. so I love that you're speaking to this and speaking mm-hmm. to so many people out there that it's Okay. It's okay to be happy with yourself. You don't have to have another person to find happiness and be fulfilled with your life. You know, you don't have to have a baby. You don't have to be married. You don't have to have a partner. And I love that you're speaking up and being honest about that because Mm. the pressure, especially Mm. in America, at least from what I see, the, the culture in America is, you know, like look at Jennifer Aniston every single day. Why aren't you married? Why do not you have kids? Why? And she's like woman, for she the love just, of god leave me alone. Maybe you know? she really just enjoys <laughs> yes. being biased. Or maybe
2: she's got an incredible relationship. And we just don't know yes. about it. But again, it's it is and I wonder if the reason why is because women being so independent and strong now is throwing the polarities off a little yeah. bit. But whatever it is, we're navigating through a new time, and I am proof. I promise you. I that's why I said to you as we're walking in here. It's good to be honest about it. Is yeah. I've had incredibly lonely times, incre- like deathly. My whole family lives in Australia. I'm yeah. out here by myself in Hollywood. Please, yes. the most unstable, yes. bloody society, like place to live the, in. I mean, pl- yeah. I mean, you can't even get a friend to go for coffee half right. the other time. I mean, right. so I've been through the battles and the roller coasters. And now more than anything at 38, also like with the possibility of only having maybe four or five, six years left to have kids naturally, hopefully, even right. if that's, you know, all these things are, the whole world is against me right now in the sense that yep. you're older and you know, men meet you and they're like, yeah, but you're 38, you're going to want a baby. And I'm like, maybe, I only maybe want not. to have a baby if it it's feels race, right.
0: Race,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Um, you know, I can't do anything. You just got to start. Yeah. I want to be always really honest to people about this is you've got to let go of the, pro- like let go of what you thought it was going to be. I see these quotes yep. on Instagram that are like, mm-hmm. oh my God, my friends are married in thir- uh, with kids at 30. And I'm like, what about the 38 year olds? Like you've totally, like they're all right. making them feel guilty because they haven't done it by 30. I'm like, I'm 38 and right. I haven't done it either. So, right. But it's so yeah. true. It's
0: that blueprint that we created as young Children, or as, mm-hmm. as young adults, that of what our life is supposed to be. You know, we were yeah. like, oh, by this age, I mean, I had it. I, yeah. By age 29, I was going to have three children and I was going to have the white picket fence and da da da. And you have this thought, especially when you come from a traditional home like we did, where our parents have been now married 50 years and it's like, that's what you do. You get married. Well, you, you have and kids. you
1: had timelines on that stuff. Yeah,
0: I really did. Yeah. I
1: mean, first off, I want to say I, I was 40. By the time I found who I believe was my ever after, yeah. So, okay. so I had to go through relationships and kind of that whole process of learning. And I think the fact that you're an actor, um, I'm a bad actor, um, <laughs> but I have acted. I have acted in some big projects. Um, but the process that we go through to, you know, uh, study a particular character or to research really who that person is, where they came from, what are they about, right? And and the the whole motivation behind you know, the get, I'm trying to get out of a scene or a moment. I think that conditions us to do some research on ourselves, which I think yeah. is great. It's an advantage that we have in looking internally, right? Yeah. That a lot of people maybe don't think about. Yes. Um. So I think it's awesome that you do that work. Mm. Really, really awesome. The work's um, interesting.
2: You can go off on a, that's another thing. You're off doing a character, playing a different person. You're yeah. not coming home in your same vibration to your partner.
1: Right.
0: Another challenge. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah very so much so. So
0: if you, okay, so we were talking, I asked you this question earlier about, Do you want to be married and have kids? And the reason I was asking that question is, if that is something that you want to do, do you believe that, like, do you ever think to yourself, I need to step away from Hollywood in order for that to be successful and make it happen? And if you do think that, are you scared to do that because you're afraid that, you know, walking away from your career is not something you want to do?
1: Well, is this the is this also the conversation about like do you freeze your eggs planning for the future? But that's a whole
0: yeah. separate co- or, conversation. I want to well, ask that it doesn't first have to part, be a and then we can ask that second part.
1: Because she doesn't have to completely step away today. She could plan. No, for but
0: th- let her ask the question, and then we can ask the second question. I mean, let her let her you answer. You see who the
1: wears the pants question. in our relationship right now? <laughs> <laughs> do you see that? It's
0: all nice, but, all right. they, but you but you're convoluting the first question because she was she was like ha huh, because it's a deep question that I asked Slade.
1: <laughs> this is me and my plan stepping back from the microphone <laughs>
2: <laughs> um there is uh I've thought about that mm-hmm. um but see I might have to make a living I have to make money so right. I have to do this um would it be amazing to meet a man and him be like hey you want to take a year off and have a baby and have to try for kids and I would be beautiful I would be wouldn't be a problem for me to step down from my career I could give a I, what, I'd make a movie for a year, so right. lose my life. Like right. I love my job very much and it's how I make an income and I've always done this. But I personally don't have a fear in stepping down from that to start a family. Mm-hmm. I also don't have a problem with continuing on doing this because I also have um, love my job very, very much. Yeah. But you're right. I've had friends that have gone, I can't do it anymore, gone back to Australia, got normal jobs, married and had kids. And guess what? they're still having so many problems yes. in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I sound so cheesy and it's really, it's a lot easier said than done. If you, and this is where I'm getting to in a place in my life, like um, if you do the work on yourself, you will bring in what's right for you. Yes. You will.
0: Um, you attract that. You yeah. will
2: attract it in. It may be a little bit more difficult. I think we're all, there's just this huge fear that lives under us all. But I can't die alone. I can't be 60 and be right. single. And oh, God, can you imagine being dying alone? And it's funny because when we die, we do die alone. And yeah. you know, you may have a few people sitting around your bed. And I don't know this sounds super morbid, guys. No, but, like, but no, you're but right. they're only going to be sitting around your bed until you're gone. And yes. Then you, you, so the, do you know what I'm trying to yes. say? I think yes. we overthink yes. things and we get so, we don't even know how long we're going to be here for. Yeah. I think just we get so far ahead of ourselves and make really poor decisions earlier on built on fear yes. and this time in my life is about just shit I don't know what's coming like do I want to keep working I'll keep working um if not if I met someone and they're like do you want know, to come move to Texas with me I'll be like hell yeah yeah I'd, yeah give it a crack for sure like yeah. I'm sort of yeah. but until that I have to keep current and stay in the mix but it is it's it would be easy for me to step down if I met the right person to take time off absolutely. Yeah. Fancy, and do you in, think yeah. that
0: that is what would need to happen for the relationship to be successful? It honestly would come to the
2: circumstance of who I, I think I met. If yeah. I met an act, another actor, which um, I hope I don't, but, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know. They're um, so yeah. complicated. <laughs> it's just
2: a lot. Um, you know, if I met someone, it just really would depend on what field of work they were in and the choices. Maybe he would be unemployed, and maybe I would have to keep working for yeah. a while. Um, and
0: he'd be the stay-at-home dad.
2: Yeah, um, I would really love to be at home if I had children. Yeah. And spend, I mean, you guys be yeah. able to say this. I, I think as a mother, it's really beautiful to stay very close yeah. once you've given birth to a child. I would yes. love to have to be with my baby at least for six months to a year, and I yeah. mean hands Hand on notes. as much as possible. Yep. But yeah, you get scared as a woman, and you go, "Wait, I'm not working. I'm not in the mix anymore. I take a year so off? True. And I, oh my god, so is everyone going to forget I went about all me?" Of this. Yeah, you've been through it and I this. see women go through
1: it. Yeah. And then and they She's be- honest about it, by the way. She's, oh, I like, appreciated yeah. the fact that she's like, we drive past the park and we see the moms and the nannies at the park. And they. Well, this there. was
0: before I was pregnant. This yeah, is what happened but to me. She
1: just honestly just said, you know, I, I might get beaten up for this, but I don't think that I can just be the mom at the park all day long.
0: Well, no, what, what happened was it, this was right when we first started four years ago when we first started thinking about having babies. And I drove past the park at 8 AM and I drove past the park at t- 2 30 and the same mom in the same outfit with the same coffee in her hand was sitting there. And I was like, I came home and I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I just don't know if I could sit at the park all day long. And it's funny though, because I thought that at that time, and then I had Skylar and I'm like, I get it now. I so get, you can sit at the park? Well, not maybe not at the park, <laughs>
1: right Alice? Maybe not at the park. Well, and yes. no shade but, on those moms that decide no, to sit totally, at the park. No yes. totally.
0: 100%. But, but this is what I'm saying, every single person is different and what yes. drives them and 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 gives them um fulfillment in their lives. And and what was interesting is I I loved every second when I first was with Scott. I know. I lied. I don't love every second. That was the hardest thing I've ever done. But meaning when you look back and you see that that moment that you had with that baby that you'll never get back. It's like you value that. And I and I exactly like you said, six months I was there. 24 seven with that baby and I couldn't work at the same level I thought I was going to be like super mom I thought I was going to be like doing the thing and have no nanny and do this I was like what was I thinking like I don't know why I thought I could do all that but that first six months was so special and so imperative and it yeah. caused a bond between me and Sky that was so important and then right at about seven months is when I started coming back to work but I still I struggle with the mom guilt and I struggle with like balancing it all out but I will tell you I'm a much better mom since I've gotten back to work and since I have help because now I'm not so overwhelmed with like all day. I'm like, oh my gosh, just diapers and changing and crying and, you know, all this stuff. It's like, I feel like I get to have a little bit of me sprinkled over here yeah. and then I can give a hundred percent of who I am to the baby. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and there's some moms out there that are 100% mom all day long and God bless them because I, I honestly, that is the hardest job ever in the world. Like hardest job. I, she still hasn't yeah.
1: landed her helicopter just so we clear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing this because it's,
2: I, there is always this. It's the big beliefs. It's the big religions yes. that have these systems that think we're supposed to go by things. Women are incredibly intuitive and mm-hmm. incredibly, we feel our way through life. If we're yes. truly sitting in our feminine, it's our power. That's our thing that yes. men don't get to have is yes. our, that power. This yeah. yeah. is me
1: off. You get to have stuff. I <laughs> get out <about>. of stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> no. Yeah, but I'm not good at those things.
2: Oh no. Say that. Yes, you are baby. Anyways, go ahead. But to navigate through who you are as an individual and, what makes you ring, jump, whatever, the things that make you found what works for you and it works for you. And there's zero judgment across the board on how you go about it. And it doesn't mean I hate the guilt that people give. Like Mm -hmm. I know hardworking moms that have to work. Yeah, They have to work because their husband's left. So they have to continue to go to work and then they get guilt on top of that. And then there are women that are choosing to work as well as be a mother, zero judgment. It's just the belief systems that we're slowly, we're this new time where we're breaking them down more than anything before. And this under generation that's coming up are really breaking it. They're doing different things now and different kind of relationships. We just have to keep loosening. Stop. Everything's like this. Yes. We just need to keep shaking it and be open to everyone's. We're all so specific and unique and how we want to run things is very personal. And yeah. it's hard in being in the public eye. Everyone's going yes. like, well, you guys aren't married. There's so Stop, much scrutiny. breathe. Yeah get married and then see if you want to do it again.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just
0: like, no, shit. it's so Because there's so many people out there that literally, when they ask me, I'm like, are you happy, Mary? No, not really. Well, then why are you trying to marry me off? You know, like, <laughs> what's happening here? I like, tried to
1: marry Gretchen off many times. Yeah, you
0: did. No, but you guys, again, I'm mm. not against marriage. It's not about that. It's no. just, you know what's interesting? What happened for Slade and I is, we started evaluating a lot of people in our lives and seeing who was happy, who wasn't happy. And people like Oprah and Stedman and Kurt and Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell and oh, Goldie yes. Hahn. and all these people that have been together for so many years are so happy. And Slate and I are like, maybe there's something to this. And every single couple that have been together for a long time, i.e. Brad and Angelina, okay, together for what, seven years, get married, divorce. Uh, Justin and Jen get married, divorced, like yeah. every, um, uh, Brooke Burke and, and David Charvette, like all these people that seem like they were so madly in love, they get married and then they're divorced. And so Slade and I looked at each other and we're like, what's happening? Like, what is yeah. this about? And not that we, again, I think marriage is a beautiful, wonderful thing, yeah. but I just think that Slade and I are like, Maybe maybe there's something to this and maybe there's something else that we need to look at. And then because it's working for us, we're like, if it's working and it's not broke, why do we have to like try and fix it? You that? shouldn't. That's the
2: beauty of it. You guys have found it. You, hold, you see, I believe that guys like you in the public eye that are doing this, you're holding an energetic space of a great new way of living, the more different and unique everyone yeah. can become, the more we can do things in our lives which don't of Guilt and shame are the most horrendous emotions yeah. to carry. Yeah. If You're feeling guilty about your relationship, you're not married, you're pioneers, you're pushing through right. going, guys, we're a successful couple, we're making it work. Not that it's always easy, but we're not married and we're still making it work. It's just another example that nothing has to be a certain way in right. any way. 38 single in Hollywood, people are like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, stiff shit, I also have a really good life too. Yeah. Like, Jesus, I, do it. I mean, I'm having a bit of fun too. Like I'm like, yeah. you know, so it's, I'm just also trying to break, you know, getting an opportunity to talk with you guys about stuff like this is also to be able to say it's okay, like, I'm just as human as everybody else. I have fears, you know, the freezing egg topic, all of these things. Don't think that I'm at home, just everything's amazing. We're all sort of challenging through it. And the more we can share with people about it, lets people make their decisions not based on we need to get married. We need to have a baby. Just take it easy. (laughs) Talk to us about the freezing of the
0: eggs. Have you considered that? I have. Um,
2: I go back and forth. I don't know if you guys know about there's this, obviously not a medical person at all, but there is this correlation between breast cancer and freezing your eggs. So there kind
0: of is. I know, this is- So there kind bed. of is, this is what's so interesting about, um, I, we happen to know a lot about this because we went through IVF right, for four yeah. years. Okay. And um, trust me, I research everything to the hundredth and ninth degree and drive, drive everybody nuts, but yep. including our producers. Yep. Um, no. So <laughs> They're all um, nodding yes, just so you know. They're, they're <laughs> they're yep, all yep, nodding yes, she yes. does, pain
1: in the ass, Gretchen, um, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: But I was very concerned about that as well because yep. I was hearing- Through the grapevine and, you know, through the Google search, Dr. Google, as my doctor would call it, um, that there was this link between uh, freezing of eggs or doing IVF and cancer. So um, I was really worried about that. However, what's interesting is that listen, anytime you inject yourself with something that your body's not normally making, um, it has to do with the estrogen levels that that you're injecting. So anytime that you're doing something like that, of course, like that's going to show up that that, there's a higher possibility. But what's interesting is they said that if you do that and then you get pregnant, that that that, that decreases your chances of getting breast cancer. Like Ah, so many- It's it's actually like,
1: like 60%. Like something if you've had like a, baby, a really high number. It reduces your uh, chances of breast cancer by almost 60%. I don't know
0: if that's the exact number, but it's, it's, it's something high number. It's a high, like number. It's
1: we a should, high yeah. number. We should Google that. We should.
0: So what's interesting about that is, is that, um, cause there, cause my, cause my doctor, this first question I asked literally when I yeah. walked in, it was the first question I asked and he's like, well, it's interesting you say that. So I think that, um, People get scared of doing things without having all of the information. And that's why I always encourage people, don't go to Dr. Google. Go sit with a true fertility specialist and ask the hard questions. It's okay. It's your body. You need to know what's happening. You need to be an advocate for yourself. But go ask the fertility specialist because I was the worst with Dr. Google and I like psyched myself out. Um, And we happened to go to Dr. Suri over at um, uh, Southern California Reproductive Center the best doctor ever. He's gotten so many of my girlfriends pregnant on the first try. Aww. And we've been I've...
1: through different rounds of IVF with different physicians. God, that's such And a a so crisis. there, there yeah. is, there's such a different crisis. protocol used by these different doctors mm-hmm. and there are different levels of education and sophistication when it comes to going through this process. So you do have to be with the right person. You
0: really want to be with the right doctor and I will tell you this and I, and we were talking about this whole little box, you know, that people put you in and I'm sorry because right now it's going to sound like I'm going back to this box but it Why truly- Why are talking about her box? But it, it's It truly is not about that. This is more about um, the facts behind the truth. So I didn't believe this because I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. At 35, you know, your eggs diminish and all the stories that you read, like at age 35, you lose all these eggs. And I was like, whatever, whatever. I was like, I'm healthy. Uh, My mom had no problem getting pregnant. I'm going to have no problem. Like I was one of those people. It was like, I've always been, you know, um, excelled in every area of my life. So I'll be fine with this. Right. That's what my brain was telling me. And um when I went in at 36 to try and get pregnant, I had we got 14 embryos, literally 14 embryos. I had 17 eggs that they extract, 19 eggs that they extracted, 17 survived, um, 14 embryos. That's a lot. A lot. Yeah. The six hours before they were gonna implant the embryos, all of them died and arrested. All of them. Mm. So I was just like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? Feels like like
1: losing 14 children.
0: Like, like, you're like, there's no way this happened. So four years later, I go, because it took me that long to even, like, come out of that funk and all this. And he went through a reversal. It's a whole long story. But... Fast forward four years, I go to my next doctor. I'm 39 at the time. And he's like, okay, we need to check out your ovarian reserve. And I was like, okay, what's that? And he's just like, we need to see how many eggs, you know, you're possibly still producing and if you have a good ovarian reserve. And I was like, well, of course I do. Like I, back then I had 19 eggs and 14 embryos. And he's like, yeah, but it can change drastically. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, by age 34, you lose half of your egg production by age 34. And then by age 39, you lose another half. Half of that of half. It's yeah. it's crazy. And then he said yeah. by 42 like you're pretty much like dried up. And I was like yeah. and I was so frustrated because I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. But then when we went through as much as we went through yeah. and it took two actually four more rounds of IVF yeah. to get only two genetically sound embryos so, out yeah. of that, I <sighs> was like, "Wow." So yeah. I only say this to you as a friend, yes. and to as a fellow woman, and to all everyone out there, I want you guys to hear this. This is very important. This is one of those boxes that is, it's reality. It yes. truly is what it scientifically, this is what happens. Uh, biologically in our bodies, this is what happens. And this is why I'm a huge advocate of women that are career oriented or haven't met the right person in their life to freeze their eggs. Because I truly believe it's like a life insurance policy. If you're considering having children, because I do not want any woman or couple out there to suffer through the struggle that we had yeah. um because they just think oh I'll be fine. Now, you might also be one of those women that says if it's meant to happen and God wants it to happen, I'm just going to let the universe do that and that's totally okay too. Yeah. But I don't I wish that somebody told me in my 20s the reality of it because see Hollywood glamorizes the fact that you can have children way yeah. Yeah. into your late 40s. Yeah. And it's not true. These are not people, hearing the details of what goes on. You're not. And and these celebrities are doing a disservice by not telling the truth because what a lot of these celebrities are doing is they're getting egg donors. And then yeah. they're not telling people. And that's okay. It's it's their rights. They are they can have privacy to how they want to do it. But it's a disservice because they're in the public eye and everyone's like, oh, look, at Janet Jackson had a baby at 50 and this person had a baby at 46. And, and everyone just thinks, I can have a baby. I was one of those people. Yeah. I thought I was going to be fine. And then when it came to it and I was like, wait, what do you mean I only have one good egg? Like, and that's not well, possible.
1: And the, t- the two other important facts to consider now that we're on the whole egg freezing topic is one, you are born with the maximum amount of eggs you're ever going to have. I found so, this out. Right. Yes. So for Which you, it could be 50,000. And for Gretchen, yeah. it could have been 20,000. So everyone's yeah. number is different. Yeah. The other thing to consider is that as we age, you, the quality of those eggs degrade. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. only going to be as young as they are today. today. Yep. And the longer you wait, the lesser quality production happens. It's kind of like making a, you know, a photocopy of a photocopy. That's yeah. kind of how they describe yeah. it. So the genetic code continues to reproduce, but it starts to become a bit shady. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, pr- what did they say that the prime age actually, oh my God, you won't is believe so this, crazy. the prime age to get, to get pregnant where you are at the, the most optimum place how guess guess
0: guess what it it something old. like
2: 21 or something or he was probably even younger 17 yeah it's cr- it's Could you wild do that? it 17. is wild wild yeah i remember i remember these statistics i've had been to doctors before and spoke to my gynecologist about it and everyone's it ha- i was one of those people like yeah. you it's like if it naturally happens it happens yep. it's definitely something i've started to look into yes. now i had lunch with a director the other day and she incredible woman in her 40s and she opened up the conversation about this and i was like Huh. Why are you talking to me about this? She goes, I don't know, and I went. This is another sign. <laughs> yes, yeah, not about the movie. Yeah, the universe is speaking. Yeah. Um, whether I have kids or not, it we, it it is. There is a sense of security in uh, doing that and putting it into my own hands and doing something about it. And you're right, there is fears and stuff because my mum, super healthy, four yes. healthy kids. My grandma had nine kids. Her last baby at 43, out of the house, she gave birth to. Yeah. You know, there's all these yeah. stories. But again, and what I said before is. Times are changing Mm -hmm. and healthy babies are being born through this process now and we just have to keep opening up to new ways, new things. We are so set in certain traditions that will literally make us lose out on things in our life because we're so set in our ways. It's, again, having your conversations, loosening everyone up and going, this is normal because in 10 years there'll be an even better process of doing this right. and this, this
0: will be like oh it's easy Yeah. you know how we're all so scared at I'll the start with these guinea you. pigs <laughs> no do you know they're yeah. actually figuring yeah. out a system where you can take s- like skin, skin cells, cells and, and oh, be able yes. to do this have you read about this it's crazy they're didn't doing they also stuff. say
2: that about the cord when you get pregnant the umbilical cord the, yeah the umbilical cord they take they that away take now them, and they yes, can use that yes we haven't
0: the stem cells oh it. you did cells? that banked it. well part of the reason yeah. you do that
1: too now because the technology has reached the reached the point that God forbid our daughter should become ill or sick in any way mm-hmm. with that umbilical cord we can regrow a liver we can regrow a insane? heart that is a complete perfect match for her organs crazy they have the technology to, to reproduce it
0: yeah we went through a company called StemSite and they were amazing and we're so happy that we incredible. did it imagine we'd known about this 30 years ago I this know. is all the stuff
2: well, we're finding out right. about right, and, and where
0: these guinea pigs right. going through it, sharing right. our stories and right. going, it's okay, it's safe. I made it through. Right, a bit, see, <laughs> but, and, and I also want to say this though. A lot of people think, oh my gosh, I could never afford to freeze my eggs. There is facilities like SCRC that make it affordable. It's as low as $188 a month if you finance it to yeah. freeze your eggs. And I only say that because I think people come up with these excuses. I can never afford it. It's so expensive. Yes, it is expensive, but how much uh, are you going to put a price tag on having a baby? Something that yeah. you always wanted, especially yeah. if you're a career-oriented person, and you haven't met that person in your life, mm-hmm. or maybe you even want to have the baby on your own. Which I have a friend, Gigi, just recently did it. And How like, does
2: she go? Is she going
0: well with it? She 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 um is. Uh, eight months, nine eight months, months, eight nine months, months yeah. some right there. So she's oh, almost okay. about so to have saying, the baby and yeah. she's doing it on her own. She went and got the sperm bulla. donor and she, she had frozen her eggs. That's so much. She's doing it. And I she, know. And she's, in this, she's in this
1: business and it's a lot. And I guess, yeah. you know, we're not passing judgment on what anyone chooses to do for their life. But I do think it's important that they at least have the information yeah. Yeah. so that they can make a, a more educated decision. Because you yeah. don't want right. to have that regret. You know, I think Gretchen dealt with a little bit of regret. Yeah. Because she was one of these people that was buying into what she was being told yeah. or what was in the media mm-hmm. without really actually having the facts.
2: Well, having this conversation now for me is like, oh, there's another sign. Yes. Like we could have covered so many different topics, yeah. but we've covered this and then it's another sign. You start your body starts to lead yes. you in these and picks people in front of you Isn't and that interesting. You interesting. I love universe. it.
1: That's the, the, the universe. universe speaking it's yes. the secret of the secret well
0: yes. no it is it is the secret it's the trust the yes. trust of the yeah. universe <laughs> yes it's so true it's definitely all that um, well,
1: you forgot to ask her what? Um, American men versus Aussie men
0: well, we kind of talked about that a little bit. Did like, you? Well, because she was talking about how different the culture is in Australia versus America, especially in Hollywood. Yeah.
1: Hollywood's its own world. Though. It is That's its own different, world.
0: Right? And I'd hate to use it as an excuse,
2: but it, it is statistically, I think it's trickier. Yeah. to find your person in this biz. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the Australian, American men, all are wonderful. There are differences in it. But, you know, again, it's what you're vibrating out and Sounds what you're going to attract in. I mean, you know. To change pace man. a little bit, my <laughs> love, I want to yes. ask
0: you something. We've we, <laughs> we read that you don't really like or watch reality shows. You have to tell us why. Tell
2: you why, guys. Okay. Here's why. So my girlfriend, I used to know, oh, well, she's still a girlfriend. She's moved away now, Um, is a girl named Carlton Jebbia. Do you guys know Carlton? She did Beverly Hills Housewives.
1: Who, oh, yeah. We know oh, yeah. Carlton. Yeah yeah, 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 It's your accent. They, they, oh, sorry. I was like, accent. You're did, like, who? I was Carlton. like, who? Carlton. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Carlton. There <yeah>. you <laughs> go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was.
0: I thought she was saying like, I don't know what I thought you were saying. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: kind of sexy. You should say it again. Carlton? I know. It's like, what accent. she just
2: Carlton. I love it. I knew Carlton for years. She was such a great girlfriend of mine forever. And she did Beverly Hills Housewives. So then I was- They
1: attacked her over her religion.
2: Yeah. And I watched this attack it go on. And so because I'd never really watched those shows before, period. So yeah. I sort of was open to watching it. And when I watched it, this is just me personally. <laughs> I fell apart. Yeah. I felt when when <laughs> no, you're apart. Do you know what? And this is it's fascinating that I get to talk to you about this is when I see women yelling at each other, because like right. and screaming and fighting, I get physical. Physically, like, Ill I physically and anxiety, go, oh, right? now Carlson's my friend and there's just war and they're screaming and yelling yeah. and then what's going on behind the scenes. I'm like, it's all entertainment, reality to a degree. There's these storylines that get put in place for things mm-hmm. to happen. I saw how it all took place. It just gave me, honestly, anxiety like party, and I Channels before and been on a show and seen stuff, and these women yelling at each other. And half the time it's over a man. I'm like, Girls, so we're going to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> I physically get anxiety over it. Maybe I'm just super sensitive. No, you're and not. that's why I, I don't watch a lot of reality shows because nah. I watch this. Sounds so cheesy, and I'm not really a cheesy person. I'm Australian. I'm like a dude anyway. But <laughs> I swear to God, it makes me so emotional when I see women attacking each other yeah. and getting vicious. And I'm like, We are stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Yeah, we, I, I get mean, real anxiety. We, we can tell yeah. you why
1: that happened. It's a whole, you know, you, this just means you have to come back yes. yeah, exactly. and we have to spend more time <laughs> yeah, with you and exactly. we have to hang out a little yeah. bit because we, you know, we kind of live that experience Yeah, and you know, Gretchen was l- curled up on the ground thing like if I if I stay on the show I'm going to get cancer like literally like it's so counter to who I am as a person like I can't I can't want to uplift and support and then be paid to go tear people down well it was so
0: against the grain of my moral compass and it was interesting because when I was first cast for the show I was like this is going to be fun we get to hang out with girlfriends and like go shopping and drink champagne and then I got it and I was like what the hell did I get myself into you know like it was just like it was not at all what I thought it was and I'm such a girl's girl and I have girlfriends since I was in kindergarten and I'm like all about women empowerment, lifting each other up. So, and I would walk in and be like, Oh my God, you look so cute. Look at your outfit. And then they'd be like, Bitch, you did it. And I was like, wait, what? You know, I was just like, what happened? And like, did we make and stuff up you? are on camera, so you can't even yes. go control yourself. Yes.
2: Put yourself together. And no. then you're yes. thinking, the network want me to entertain them. But I really just want to punch you in the face. Yes. Like, oh my God, well, it's how? Yes. Because well, <gasps> the network,
1: that particular <laughs> network <laughs> rewards bad behavior. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem yeah. is the reality slips away. And these people are now being rewarded and paid to act uh, you know, belligerent and ridiculous on camera. And yeah. it's, it's no longer a reality. It's them sitting around thinking a way to destroy your life. Cause it's the only way to keep their paycheck and yeah. you can't live in that environment. It's yeah. impossible.
0: Well, yeah. you can. So, there's a lot of people that can live in that environment. And they evil. do. But um But that's part of the reason that Slade and I ended up leaving is there was just so many lies and so many things thrown at us. And what's, what's unfortunate about reality TV, quote, unquote, is that people believe that that's your reality. If someone called, they were calling him deadbeat dad, they were calling me whatever, a, a gold digger and all this stuff. It's like people believe that's who you really mm-hmm. are because these people are making these accusations. So it came to a point in our lives where our integrity and our— you you know, uh, well-being was, was being jeopardized at that yeah. point. And we said, you know, enough, enough, like we can't continue to allow you to, mm-hmm. to make up these lies and not ever allow the truth to be shown ever. ever. And so we, as hard as it was, I mean, we talked about this on, on our first podcast, it was a very hard paycheck, hard paycheck to walk away from because it was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um Your we being knew and
1: sanity are more important. Well,
0: true. And we knew that God was gonna take care of us in other ways and he was gonna give us other platforms like not too Taboo, to um to be able to show the real us and and hopefully encourage people and uplift people and not, you know, tear tear people down. So yeah. See, I' I'm,
2: I love hearing that's fascinating that you went through the experience because you put remember Carlton trying to make the decision yeah. do I do this it's, do I really want my whole life on yeah. display and it's, it's it's a risk taking it so mm-hmm. the fact that you guys have done it you've been in the mix you know how it feels and now you're doing good with it yeah you made you got famous from it you're doing good things with right. the fame you're doing all these other platforms that's where there's this beautiful journey yes. none of us are going to get it right I've Done some terrible movies, terrible performances. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I mean, come on. Just
1: Google me, me guys. Too. I mean, I just you. go in the mix.
2: Look at my dating past. I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> But it's also made me this awesome woman now that I kind of like being in this yeah, body. So, like, I love this. you know, we go on these crazy so rides and we happen to be in a business where everyone's sort of got their opinion. But yeah. I'm really Aussie in that. Like, I'm like, yeah, write what you want. For the three people that know me, who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, for the most part, you know what I mean? But it's, it's I love it. You put yourself through it yeah. and you've made yumminess out of it. And yeah. that's, and now you can keep talking about it. Like, this, that's the reality I like is the yeah. realness of, Look, we don't, I mean, it's a whole other topic again that we could open yeah. up, but there is something very healing about the truth mm-hmm. and storytelling and so connecting with people, especially in this weird world now yeah. where we're, it's moving too fast for us. Yeah. We've forgotten to stop and feel things yes. um, and really just sort of observe. Yeah. Having people like pioneers leading the way, making mistakes publicly and going, oh, this is, I fucked up here, but here, you know, yes. we're going to fix it. Let me tell you what went wrong. Yes. There's
0: something soothing about that. Yeah. Um, and but you so, so much more yeah. relatable and people yeah. trust you and come to you and want to share. And that, that's what I said on our first podcast. I was like, you know, I really want this to be stories of real people going through real shit. And I yeah. appreciate so much, Nikki, that you can sit there and say, I have my shit. Like you're not one of these, you know, actresses that come in with your script, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, so this is what I do. La, la, and, go, blah. and like, you know, that, that gets, that's old. Like that's boring. That's not what people want to hear. People yeah. want to hear what's really going on. And I love yeah. that you own that, not only as an actress, but as a woman. And you just say, it's okay. Like, it's okay that I'm a little effed up I'm on this or and, that. I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that's so great. And it's so refreshing to have a voice like you in Hollywood. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming Aww, on our podcast. so are people. Nice. Uh,
1: we need to hang out more.
0: I love Nikki, this. tell to you everyone so where they can much. find you on your
2: social handles and everything. Oh boy. Just at Nikki Whelan um, across the board from Facebook to Twitter. Who uses Twitter these days? Um, Instagram. <laughs> Trump, Trump. Anything yeah, else? Trump. Exactly. N i c k y w h e l a n. Yeah, but Perfect. anyway, thank you so no, much. Thank will you, you so much. you come back and hang out with us again? Right? Yeah, yes. yes. I'd love to, guys. Yes, thank right, you. Thank you so much, <laughs> thank for so
1: everybody. everybody, remember: subscribe, download. There's more to come, and thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Not, Not too, too Taboo. taboo.